0: Good afternoon. It is uh, Friday, the 31st of January. I often have mentioned throughout my podcast that the months, the days, the hours, seconds are going past us faster than we can think about it. And when we concentrate on too many things that are not substance to our needs, substance to our education, substance to our family substance to the love for others, we fall short. Throughout the last couple of months, the national media has focused on Trump impeachment. Congressional members on both sides arguing their case. But let's look at how much time that has been wasted arguing about a president that pretty much is gonna do what he wants to do. And both congressional members know this. Instead, we should be focused on family, feeding our families, dealing with discrimination in and around our communities, helping underserved and disenfranchised people get a message because we have to stop trying to train others, train them up to do what's right. we all are challenged with that question. What is right? What is right is to respect others that are around you. Always do unto those who do you no harm. Talk is cheap. The congressional members on both sides of the aisle did a lot of cheap talking. And the results are the same. We have a census report coming up real soon. And we need to be counted. But you can't allow the system to continue to pimp you, to pimp who you are. I was reading an article in the AARP magazine that showed over 57% of senior citizens in this country with college degrees are being shut out of the workforce. I continue to read and I see that almost 60% of black males with college degrees are being shut out of the workforce. And these minorities, these individuals, are even being shut out of the financial institutions where if you try to start a business, if you want to start a business, the financial institutions are also discriminating against you. We are living in times that are no worse than the 2009 financial crisis, where President Obama when handed off the baton for presidency from President Bush, allocated over $780 billion in stimulus money to corporations, to Wall Street. That pretty much created this situation. But yet, In 2020, we are still discriminating against the very people that want to do good, that wants to do great things with their families and seniors that are still available, but in somewhat disabled. The disabled, according to Forbes and AIAP magazine, 52% of disabled veterans are being turned down for jobs. Over 15 years ago, Chase Bank, big corporations had decided that they was going to hire veterans. It hasn't happened you can look at the OPM logs, Office of Personal Management logs, and see that time and time again, veterans are being discriminated upon, turned down for different positions, and so on and so on and so on. But we had several months of an impeachment trial for President Trump. What are we going to do? We have to take care of my brother, my sister, my family, We have to join together and we have to be more together in 2020 than we've ever been in the history of African people. The term should be native people because Africans were brought here from their native land to another place where they were unfamiliar and had to pretty much strip their values and their language to adapt to a slave mentality we are living in Times like before Kennedy was assassinated, after Martin Luther King was assassinated. We're living in those times that we should pull in the reins and stop fooling one another and playing the dozens against each other. We have to stop worrying about what Congress is not doing and what our councilmen and our mayors are not doing. And we have to be proactive in our own lives, in our own community, in our own families to make life better. to make life better for the little children, the little two-year-old, the little three-year-old, the 11-year-old, the 12-years-old. Our babies, they have came into this world not knowing what they are getting, what, what they will be getting into. Therefore, parents need to uplift their children's soul, educate them with books, put the video games down, and read, and read, and read, and read. I'm currently finishing up a book called Without Consent or Contract, The Rise and Fall of American Slavery by Robert William Focal. It's a big book, some 700 pages. Well, I'm sorry, some 500 pages, 530 pages. But it breaks down all the economics and all the values of how slavery came about. From an economic and a substantial, with substantial facts. I was recently watching The Breakfast Club. And they had Dr. Clay. Robbie Clay, if I'm saying his name. Powernomics. Powernomics. And council 300. Books that we all should. Spend. To read. And not pull it up on your laptop. So you can. Cheapen the experience. The government is not going to save us. The government is not going to help you. The only people the government is helping is that 1%. That own almost 48%, 49% of the wealth in this country. 1%. You got one man or one female, mainly white men, That have 60, 70 billion dollars. And you have one family, whether it's Chicago, Atlanta, Washington, Detroit, Cincinnati, Mississippi, that one family doesn't even have. in a year's time. The poor is getting poorer in this society. And unless we stand up, unless we shout for the glory of God and change our ways for the betterment of 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 our people we won't see that glory a lot of people have passed on and some of them have seen the glory and some of them have their lives have cut short but we must change the way we think. I said it, I said it last summer, that if we don't change the narrative when it comes to our little children, our children, our young boys and girls, We won't be able to full. We will be. We will be filling caskets and going to more funerals instead of more graduations and more birthday parties. We're starting to twist the concept of life. We see more commercials of things that we would have never saw some 50, 60 years ago. We've seen things that that will make an impact of our children's lives if we don't get a hold, put a stop to it. the violence in these cities, the violence among these underserved areas are going to get worse. Matter of fact, it's already at its peak. But it will be spilling over 10, 20 fold. If we don't take care of my brother, my other brother, my sister, my other sister, we have to bridge the gap between good and bad and make sure good always wins. Now Washington is back in his usual place, fighting among each other in Congress. Everybody's flexing their muscles. But they, when they vote, they vote to keep their paychecks when the government shuts down. They vote to keep their health benefits when the government shuts down they vote they vote for corporate greed when you don't have money in your own pocket when you can't do what's right in the community when your community is shattered dramatically because of poverty The discrimination in our mix is only going to get wider. It's only going to get uglier. And we're only going to see more of the same unless we follow my brothers. Like the Panthers say, my brother's keeper, my sister's keeper. That's an old saying we've had so many politicians, presidential council person, Congress, state representative and more they promise to sink for your vote but they don't deliver nothing to help. That sink one clearly. That sink continues to have mold in it. That sink continues to have dirt and grind in it. That sink is not cleaned out with fresh water for the people in Flint, Michigan. That sink is not cleaned out so they can have running water in parts of Argonne, in parts of Mississippi. People are still living in Swallow. And I'm talking about white people too. They are the foremost majority that's on welfare, that gets food stamps, that gets WIC. Society wants you to believe that it's all black people taken from the government and, and swandering and not doing what's right. The poverty is poverty. Poverty has nobody's name on it. It's just what it is. I was in New York. I was in Washington, D.C. a couple of weeks ago. And I walked past the very hospital that saved my life, George Washington Hospital Center, where I had a heart attack while on the job at USDA. These people saved my life, and as I walked past the hospital, I saw two large tents where homeless families were living inside of it. In the heart of Georgetown, two large tents. But yet, our presidential candidates and our president says that they for all the people. You can't be for all the people when you have people living like this. You can't be for all the people when you have the the manufacturing asbestos killing members in keep killing families in Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania through the coal mine. You can't say you for the people when the nine eleven victims are still fighting for health care for for benefits. You still can't say you for the people when veterans come home and veterans that's been home for over 40 years are still fighting for their right for benefits you can't say you for the people if you look at if you look at calling a congressman for any state and you're a veteran the first thing they're going to ask you is what state you calling from. And if you say New York, and you're calling, say, Senator Bernie Sanders, they tell you to call your state representative. But when you're a soldier in the United States Army, serving the United States of America, every congressman needs to pick up his phone when you make a phone call, not divert that to somebody else to take that phone call. We live in it. We're discriminating against our own service members. Hurt, tore down, bodies hurting. Many have committed suicide and many are contemplating suicide. Right to this day. So I always say, and I said it earlier, what does 2020 tell you? And how are you going to live your life? And love the people around you in 2020.